Hello, everyone. Hello, 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 hello. Hi, y'all. What's up? Hi. What's going on? Welcome. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Mm. Okay. It's I'm been sorry. a day. <laughs> it's been a day for me. I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like I haven't had a break since 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. I got a wild-ass phone call, text messages. I was like, what Ooh. is going on? Lord, no, life happened today. Want to talk about it? What'd you say? You want to talk? No. Okay. No, no, thank you. <laughs> we'll okay. get in the prayer circle afterwards. Oh, yes. Please support me. Come mm-hmm. on, lift me up. Amen. Because maybe I was down. Mm. Um, How y'all doing? I'm good. I, shoot, I cleaned the whole house today. Oh. And then I came here. Molly May. So there you <laughs> You know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm doing good, you know? Doing good. Mm-hmm. Brought my mom some medicine. I was being a good daughter wow. you're so mm-hmm. good. you clean the house you bought someone met mammy you know what <laughs> you know what you tried me with that earlier when you was oh facetiming me and then that was how we did that whole damn facetime with the uh emoji faces it's okay but look mammy you know you what you took care of you the see, village you see you see how he's doing did you, you see did you take oh care of yourself God. today mammy you see this is why we're gonna cut the oh show we're going to cut the show Right now, I'm just about to walk out of the studio. You're not going to do anything. You are being so rude in front of our guest today. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Who are our guests then? Oh my God. Wait, Mika. Do you? Do you? Well, yeah, I want to know how she's doing, but since you want to get to the guest. Oh my God. <laughs> the hostility today. Are you guys okay? You know. You see, I said I was having a good day. Okay. Ha- he is the one who started okay. off saying he was having a day. All a is bad, love. No, he's just having a day. Everything is love. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Okay. Hug each other you later. You gave me a great hug today. Thank you. I did, you know. Mm. Yes. You needed it. I did. Thank yeah. you. You saw it in my face, didn't you? Yeah. My spirit, my energy. You got to be sideways. I'm so happy that you gave me that. You're so giving. Mm. Why are you... Stop. You see now you being messy. You see what he's doing. You're being I messy. Just, I don't understand. <laughs> Mika, he got a little girl? bite in him. Mm-hmm. God damn. Tab, mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, please sip that down. Mm-hmm. Um, I am faring well. Lovely. For now. Is it because of what? I want to go to bed. Oh, okay. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I understand. I too would like to lay my I head down. I just want to go lay your head on, on my neck. Mm, oh, maybe okay. don't do that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> sometimes there's comfort in that. Someone else's? Somebody mm. else laying on your nigga is comforting? Not my nigga. Okay. Oh, see. Because <laughs> mm. the way mm. you were saying it. You know. Mm. I love you. Mm. You know what? Let's let, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. <laughs> okay. So sorry y'all so much that we weren't here last week. Okay, look, stuff happens. Life happens. Okay, <laughs> but guess what? We Life came back. Y'all should be proud of us because that was the only break that we took all, all season. Since January. Y'all should be proud. Y'all should be proud of hell because by now we would have had like three, four breaks. Y'all only had a couple episodes. Look, sorry, but we're here and we're back. And we are back with another installment of our summer interview series. Yay. Can we get some collapse yes, for that? Yes, we love it. So it's my pleasure to introduce today's guest. We have two guests here. 
we have Frederick Smith and Chaz Lamar Cruz, okay? Ooh. And they are here again. If you remember, they wrote a book previously, and we had them on the show. And now they are back with a new book called Busy Ain't the Half of It. It's out now, and y'all should go get it. Boat stroke. Books? You got it, baby. Hey, you got now. it. Both. The <laughs> strokes I ain't even have it written down. <laughs> the I know what I'm talking about. Mm. Okay, so they are here today to talk about their new book, and we're going to get into them as authors as well. Um, so I'm just going to give you a little tiny bio for the both of them. Okay, so like I said, we have Frederick Smith, and he is a university administrator by day, and he specializes in diversity and inclusion at San Francisco State. And by night, he's an author with five published novels mm. set in L.A. focused on queer people of color. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at fsmith827. Okay. Yes, okay. We love it. So we have Fred here. On Zoom with us. And then in studio with us, we have Chaz Lamar Cruz. Okay. And Chaz is a writer, poet, and diversity, equity, and inclusion educator from the from uh, Los Angeles, California, with Texan and Louisiana roots. Okay. And um, in 2019, Chaz had his author debut in his co-authored novel that we talked about before that I told y'all about called In Case You Forgot. And now they're back with their new book. Um Busy ain't the half of it. And in addition to being a novelist, he is an an actor and a lead writer of Handsome, the series. Okay. And he is a graduate of Cal State LA and the University of San Francisco. That's called education. <laughs> okay. okay. It's called education. <laughs> yes. Uh, Chaz's creative work is informed by his interest in truth telling and sharing the complexities of everyday life. Chaz is Sagittarius like me because he's awesome like me. And he has big creative dreams and hopes his words and art will inspire people to live whole, loud, and free. And um, you can reach Chaz at chazlcruz.com or visit his social media at um, chzcruz. Yes. Come on. Okay, now before I bring them in. Okay. I want to give a bit of a book synopsis so we know what we're walking into. Mm -hmm. So, hmm. The book. Let me just tell you a little bit about it. Elijah Golden and Justin Monroe, on Monroe are uncle and nephew with eclectic careers, friends, and family in L.A. trying to center joy in their lives. Then their words turn into ways nobody expects. Oh, world, sorry. Worlds turn into ways nobody expects. Elijah is a dedicated thespian, auditions by day, does theater by night, and works two jobs on weekends. With enough life for three people, he keeps his recently divorced partner, Zaire, close, coasting on bliss until secrets and real-life dramas test their love. Justin, Elijah's uncle, is a single father with teenage twins and a TV journalist who's been replaced at the anchor desk with new, when new management arrives. Hmm. Hold on. No longer in the public eye, living truth to his sexuality is something that Justin can finally do. Dating and romance, Justin's ready for fun. Conflicts with fatherhood and career, he'll have none. Elijah and Justin seek happily ever afters, but they are too busy to notice happy when it's there. So without further ado, let me bring in Fred and Chaz. Hi, y'all. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. Hi. 
Thank y'all doing? I'm well. Thank y'all for having us again. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am excited to be here today. We're excited to get into it. Ooh. Happy Virgo season and happy Sag is at the table. Oh, that's what I'm talking and about. She's a Virgo. She's a Virgo. I'm the only person who's not in this circle. You're yeah. not. Fred is a Virgo. I know. Fred is a Virgo. Nika's a Virgo. You're a Sag. You're a Sag. I'm still oh, you're left out. But you are an Earth sign. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Let's hold hands. <laughs> We're so excited to be here with y'all. Yeah, I'm excited to have y'all. Listen, I am yes, too. Okay. Me too. Now with that, I want to know about y'all. I'm going to do like a little interview icebreaker before we get started. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all are going to hate us. <laughs> no, really. Because the interview icebreaker has to do with the character in the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Are y'all ready? Yes. <clears throat> if it's no major spoilers, yes. Oh, it's not a major it's spoiler. Not. Okay, perfect. Uh, 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 for those who read have you ever had a Trevor in your life if so did the Trevor become a true love or did they stay a little secret go ahead Fred answer Trevor first Trevor stayed a secret Trevor stayed a secret okay interesting interesting because of the things you just don't talk about in your friend circle Mm -hmm. okay okay Okay. In my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've had Trevor-esque experiences in my friend circles, but never a secret. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never a secret. Never a secret. Never a secret. <laughs> How about y'all, huh? Oh, you done flipped it on us. <laughs> right. It wasn't ready for that. It was not ready at all. I was like, oh, we got guests today. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look at you. Flip. Uh, uh, Have I ever had a tr- Oh, no. No, I haven't actually, no. That was easy. Mm. <laughs> have I? No, I don't think that I have. Yeah, I like I like to be out in the open with people that I mess with, so I try to not let it be messy. Come on, in the streets, <laughs> right? Never a right, it's never a secret. <laughs> right. Um, and you? Mm, no, I don't think I've ever had a Trevor in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, no spotlight. No. <laughs> not my steez, but no, you know, no it Trevor's allowed. To, no Trevor's allowed because nothing is if I'm close to you like that. Uh huh. Then it's not gonna be a secret. Like I can't, you know, I can't just hold in and not say nothing and just. Oh, I'm longing and hoping one day that maybe that's not me. <laughs> I'm not the longer nor the hoper. I'm like, listen, the longer nor the hoper. What is it? I need it now. I'm like, listen, what's that? Right, that I'm required to love. I'm like, what's that? You into this? You want to do this? All right, cool. No, perfect. <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> Got to keep it moving. Um, well, without further ado, I know that I want to get y'all a little bit into the show. Have y'all, are y'all familiar with Pay It Dust and Shining Moment? So, uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay, so our Pay It Dust is basically what we are paying dust for the week. We're dusting off our shoulders. We don't want to deal with it anymore. We're done with it. And then our Shining Moments is something that, you know, made us shine this week, that made us happy. So we want to go ahead and take your Pay It Dust and Shining Moment, um, if you have it. If you're a little confused, you need some time to think about it. Whoever wants to go first, it's free for all. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, let me flip it and do my shining moment. Okay, no problem. Shining moment. Mm-hmm. 
two of my um, really good friends, Candace and Paul, got married this weekend in Chicago. And that was a shining moment, Aww. not only for me being able to celebrate their love, but also to connect with so many friends who we all knew and worked together from LA who went out to Chicago and Chicago is really special to me. So that's a shining moment. Mm -hmm. And the pay it does, I don't know. I mean, everything's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I'm on Zoom all day. I mean, we could pay it just to Zoom, but that's everybody's life. I'm on <laughs> in person. So, you know, that that's nothing new um, for anyone. But, you know, I sit in this chair all day, so. I'll pay this chair desk. <laughs> <laughs> pay the chair desk. Thank mm -hmm. you, Fred. Chaz. Oh, yes. Shout out to Candace and Tall. Uh, Y'all love it. It's just so great. Um, shining moment. I think, you know what? I saw Respect yesterday. Mm -hmm. I did work in the morning. I did some errands and I was like, I'm going to go treat myself with this movie. And I really enjoyed it. Um. Yeah. So maybe y'all should go see it. Okay. Oh, I have to. You know, I'm, I'm open to the it. idea of seeing respect. <laughs> Not open to the idea. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm a little idea. nervous about seeing it. You're nervous about it? Yeah, I am. I was too, actually. I was I too, am. but I'm glad mm -hmm. I saw it. Um. Did you learn anything new? I learned a lot of things. Yeah, I learned a lot of things, and I was surprised. That I knew a lot of things too, especially being raised with my grandparents. I know a lot of things about like old musicians. Okay. Um, okay. But yes. That's cool. But hey, that's, mm, let's see. I want to say the pandemic. I mean, I know we're tired of it, but the pandemic is just, it's so much of mm. our lives. Tell me about it. And yeah, folks still not. I don't know where you what your politics are, but people are not trying to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. and right. I'm just a little bit. Um, I just concerned. COVID is real. COVID is real. COVID is real. COVID's been real. COVID's, COVID's been, been real. real. We know. Shoot me up. Right. We've been new. <laughs> All of us here at this table are vaccinated. Vaccinated have been for a while fully. now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Boosters yeah. coming. Okay, yes, boosters, boosters coming, coming soon. And I'll be right there in line, ready yeah. to get it. Booster mm -hmm. comes soon. Yes. Shoot me up. Shoot mm -hmm. me up, Tom. <laughs> okay are we ready to dive on it let's dive I'm into ready. it let's get into it i'm excited <laughs> these mm -hmm. are just a few general questions okay and then you will jump into your beloved characters and i will use mm -hmm. that word lightly <laughs> <laughs> okay so my first question for you so I have this quote pulled. If I love you, I love you. And if I love you and duck it, I die. What is the significance <laughs> of this quote in this relationship to busy ain't the half of it? You know, I was, that's such a great question to start off um, the interview because I was thinking about what is the significant difference between our first novel and our second novel together. Mm -hmm. And to me, in case you forgot, really was about love and loss, like navigating that. Mm -hmm. And busy ain't the half of it. To me, it's about like love and gaining, gaining more love and navigating what that may look like in our lives. And that mm -hmm. can be scary as hell mm -hmm. when you are not used to, when you're not healed, really, when you're not yeah. used to good um, and love, you struggle with gaining 
it. Mm -hmm. And so that quote for me is about really allowing yourself to love and be loved. And when you don't, you you hurt yourself. So Look at that. Oh, I love that. that. Wow. That's just me. Mm. Right. That's the right. That's we don't the have a snap. Sound. We don't, no, we we don't, don't. have a snap sound effect. We just have to snap ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. mm, End it. Speaking into the oh. hall. You know? Speaking into speak the hall. I'm wig. Stop it. We have a speak into the hall. You know that. <laughs> okay. What inspired you guys to write this book? And why was it from two different perspectives this go around? Because the other so, book um, was is, not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, you know, what inspired us, one, was that, um, one, just, uh, just the act of both books asking us, do you want to write another book? And so, you know, that was inspiration um, to be asked again. But then, and like in terms of the story, so if any of you read, um, in case you forgot, there was this really fascinating character that popped up toward the latter third of the novel um, named Elijah, yes. who became um, a love interest of one of the main characters in In Case You Forgot. And readers and we really just were like drawn to Elijah. I mean, just like his name, Elijah is golden. And we thought that Elijah would be a beautiful character to follow up on and build out his world mm -hmm. in um, a new novel. But then what was um, new and different was kind of thinking through, you know, you ask the question about the dual, you know, characters. And, and that, that that's kind of a staple of Chaz's and my work is that, you know, focusing on two main characters. So mm -hmm. we're like, well, who's going to be the other character? And we didn't want to do Kenny Kane, who was the main character in In Case You Forgot, because, you know, we, we, you know, we didn't necessarily want to write a sequel sequel. Mm -hmm. But we thought right. a continuation would be, you know, building out um, Elijah's world with a family. And we thought, what about an uncle? What about an uncle who is famous and a newscaster in L.A. who is um, willing to help his um, nephew who was struggling to get into the business and everything? And so that was some of the inspiration behind it. One, both folks asked us again if we would be willing to write another novel. And we said yes. And then, um, you know, just the excitement behind building out Elijah Golden's world mm -hmm. with the uncle, with the cousins, the twins, mm -hmm. with the love interest with Zaire, mm -hmm. who so many people loved and in case she forgot. Um, and so those were a few things that inspired us to um, write. And the dual, the, 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 the dual point of view, you know, that's just Chaz's and my like staple um, of, of focusing on two main characters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I, I think I, I think it's funny how it's kind of I, I, from reading, I wouldn't guess that Elijah was the catalyst for all of this, like mm. bringing in like really? into oh. thinking about the uncle. And mm -hmm. I wouldn't have, no, I wouldn't have thought that. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. I didn't get yeah. that. We were literally on the phone this morning, like, why did they choose to bring Zaire over from the other book? I wonder why. And it's like, first of all, we was thinking about Elijah. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. And it's like, oh, okay. Yes. Now we're seeing clearly. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was Elijah's world. And it was scary for it was scary for me to think about Elijah uh, character holistically because like Fred was saying, so many people liked Elijah and mm -hmm. a lot of folks didn't really 
vibe with Zaire or they mm, it's not they didn't vibe with him <laughs> they were like this is a fuck boy <laughs> <laughs> right yes precisely leave Zaire alone Elijah became like the golden person yeah, like the, mm-hmm. Elijah got to get like the golden person. I was like, how do I write someone who people like and not make them just like one dimensional, just likable, but I want to make them whole. And so the book, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Elijah was born more, more born. <laughs> <laughs> so, who took the lead on these wonderful characters? On each one, who took the lead? Yes. Um, uh, I Chaz took the lead of Elijah Golden and Fred took lead on Justin Monroe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and taking lead means um we allow each other to build the worlds of those characters. Mm-hmm. Even though like their worlds were so intertwined because they're family. Right. And so the characters were all created um through Elijah's lens at first and then we continue to write from there and we both allow each other to edit and give thought to uh, the characters in which we're not taking lead on. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. It, really it makes perfect sense. That was like, that's collaboration. One-on-one. One-on-one. Yeah, okay. yeah, I love that. <laughs> Wherever you feel, I got gaps in, I'm a filling man. Wherever yeah. I got him in, you fill him in. But like there was no, I like to know that there was no sense of like, He's mine. Yeah, right. He's my yeah. The boy is that. mine. Right. <laughs> you can't <laughs> touch him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I like that collaborative effort because it really does make your work shine. Yes. It really does. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's like having a built-in support group, a built-in writer support group. Yes. We both, you know, we 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 always support each other personally, mm-hmm. professionally, and then this writing life together and everything, and so. Um, you know, we did this workshop the other day about writing as a duo, and um, you know, two minds are better than one. Mm-hmm. Collaboration is better than going solo, I think. Yeah. So um, this has been wonderful. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, a Virgo, noticed. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, I, a Virgo, noticed the lists. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> I noticed the list in the books, and uh, I want to know, what do you think it brings to the book seeing the list? For me, it was like being able to see like how people, how they're able to run down their day, and you're able to jump into life and see, okay, what are they doing all day? Because with certain chapters, it'll skip into a different part of the day. But you see their rundown, and then we're in the evening. But we started in the morning in the previous chapter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Th- that's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That's exactly it. And playing with the idea of busy. And both Fred and I are personal lives. Um, I don't want to speak for you, Fred. I'll just speak for myself. And Fred, you can agree <laughs> if you want to agree. Um, we're learning. I'm learning to recognize how busy my days are Mm -hmm. and that is counting the things that I did not know could be counted as an actual thing that I'm doing as in washing the dishes taking a shower doing the laundry going to the grocery store putting the groceries away like those are all things that I Mm -hmm. it took me 30 years to realize 30 years in a therapist to realize that (laughs) I'm actually doing things and so the list of tasks I think um, show like 
the big things, but also the subtle things that fill our lives and take away energy or we use mm. energy. Mm. And it helps, like you said, it helps uh, us focus on a very specific point of their life in that chapter, even yeah. though they had a complete ass day. Uh, complete yeah, it's day. a complete okay. whole ass day. <laughs> I'm just excited that you as a Virgo got excited about the list. <laughs> me as a Virgo, when I see a list, I just go, bing. I just get so excited over lists and everything. So I'm excited that you saw that. But, but They make know, fun of me really so much. <laughs> we do. They make fun of we me do. so she much. She makes a list for everything. Shut the fuck up. Oh, you know, I, love, I, love, I love a list. I love a list about a list. I love rewriting my list on the next day, whether I've crossed it off or not, and things like Honey, that. Honey, I love a but, list, okay? Oh, a list. <laughs> a yes. list. And so, um, yeah, but but we also wanted to, you know, as Chaz was mentioning, wanted to illustrate, you know, since the title is Dizzy Ain't the Half of It, really try to illustrate that, you know, in between some of the character interactions, mm-hmm. that they are also thinking about what needs to be done or what could be done. And then, you know, some people will notice that there are some items that are crossed off that probably could be very mm-hmm. important. Right. Like the um, vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yep. the vacation. Yes. Like, like who crosses off a of vacation? Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll cross everything else off before I cross the vacation off. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, yeah, those, 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 those lists are very important. And, and you may notice some subtleties between the way in which Justin, mm-hmm. the character, creates his mm-hmm. list and then the character Elijah's Yes, they mm-hmm. were different. <laughs> which yeah. also may reflect their zodiacs or something, too. I mean, yeah. Chaz and I were joking. Chaz was like, oh, Justin, you, you said Justin was a Capricorn? Yeah, Justin's a Capricorn. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Hey, so... Yes, because he's so like it's like it's like it's not like an uptightness but it's like a you want to keep everything pulled in and pulled together mm-hmm. and like presented the right way all the time and it's like can you calm down <laughs> breathe right it's okay now, how was that not virgo though right virgo i thought that justin was a virgo well that's the thing virgos and cap are very similar mm-hmm. i think I, he became a capricorn to me because of the progression of the book you see Justin, I don't want to give away, but you see an evolve, like Justin evolve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I felt like the list kind of presented this, like it was like a, it almost presented this false sense of order, like almost they have everything together, but they really don't. Yeah. Right. Um, like, so I would look at the list and be like, let's see what the fuck they about to do. Right. Like, I would literally be like this whole ass list. And then in the uh, next chapter, some shit be going on. And I'm like, mm, mm. how that list going for right. you? I was always like, and I'm not a lister. I don't list things out. Like I can plan things out I as far tell. as count. <laughs> just kidding. As far as like calendar wise, but listing things are just not my thing. I'm like, I cannot tie myself to a piece of paper on the list and what I'm gonna do. It won't work. I need to let it flow. I need to have a little bit of organicness in my day. And I was like, hmm, let's see how this false sense of order plays out in this book. So it was really interesting to see all of. <laughs> these lists in here because I was like I wonder how much they actually completed on this thing and how much they really still have to do right what got neglected I don't Mm. know it's cool how you don't necessarily see it like you see the list but you don't see them going through the the motions of the list it's just like here's my moment in between doing things on my list you don't know when this moment is or whatever but maybe those things are gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe those things didn't happen mm-hmm. I don't know it doesn't necessarily like 
impact the scenes that are going on like in a strong way like Mm. where it could be like oh what's something that will be on the list like oh um i need like justin's list could be something like looking for a new story personal sources and it's like did he ever do this work on all these stories that he Mm. keeps wanting to like you know Mm. but i think yeah like you said um the book was just kind of more about like gaining and loving and i think yeah it's like even when all this is going on you can still have all this going on that we read in the book Mm -hmm. even though you have day-to-day shit that's right yeah and their lists were really different elijah's was was very the day Mm -hmm. i need to get through the day what do i need to do this day uh uh, justin's was projection it was always like today tomorrow next month yeah stuff in the future never never in the moment never Never in the moment moment. yeah elijah was always i hope that's not a spoiler but it's not it's not not, no yeah it's a big difference i know uh I know we're gonna we're doing our best to try not to spoil anything okay. for y'all. Okay, right. we really are because we had a whole like two hour conversation around like what can we say? Yeah, really? Yes, yes, we did. We talked I about love the book. To hear, oh, <laughs> fly on the wall and hear. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the yes. next question. I'm excited. Right. Okay. Um. Actually, we're gonna go ahead and get into the characters now. Oh um, yes. Go okay. ahead, Frenchie. Right. So I'm gonna start us off with um. We're gonna dive into Elijah first. And we kind of had to split up between like love life, a couple of love life questions and like a couple of professional life questions. Um, And so I want to start off with the love life. (laughs) Now, in the like in the very like in the very beginning chapters of the book, we kind of are introduced with like the first conflict a bit with a situation with like moving in with your partner. Mm -hmm. And... Can I say who they are? Yeah, it's in a, a Zaire and a life. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. We already said they were together. We tiptoeing. Okay, we y'all. Ooh, my bad. Okay, so yes. Um, there's a point in the book where Zaire and Elijah are kind of like at this point of figuring out, oh, do we want to live together? Do we not? Well, Zaire knows what the hell he wants. Right. But Elijah is kind of like on the fence. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, I love you. And it has been a couple of years. But, <laughs> ooh, I don't know. I don't know. And so as we know from the previous book, in case you forgot, Zaire got divorced. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering, like, as we come into this new book, in the beginning chapters, we see him in a new relationship and that's like one of his focus points is moving in together so i guess my question is do you think or like did you write it in a way that like zaire's um like past marriage or like his age kind of made him more like pushy about the subject or like kind of wanting to go to like that next level because he'd already been there before it, yeah, it was more. Yeah. Um, I this time around looking at Zaire it was like, oh, Zaire is following a script of uh, monogamy, right? And in this script of monogamy, it's okay. We've been together for a few years. I like you. Um, let's move in together. And that's mm-hmm. a, like that's a that's a narrative for many people. Mm-hmm. And so that was it. I was like, Zaire will probably be like this. 
Especially because he loves Elijah so much. Mm. Yeah. You see that. You do. You do. I, I, I tried to write Zaire as like love it because I want to tell you, <laughs> people said Zaire was a fuckboy. The first time he was like, my love, I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Is this the same Zaire? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely gave, it gave me a 180 on Zaire. Yes, it completely. Mm-hmm. It really did. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go, go, Zaire. Good for you. Right. Good for okay. you. You did some good. I'm weak. Um, my next question has to do with like friends and your love life. Because within this conflict of the whole, you know, figuring out, do we want to move? Do I want to move in with Zaire? Um, Elijah's friends play a big role, um, kind of like in accelerating certain points of his story when it comes to like his relationship and um yeah i get like was that purposeful because it was something that like you guys personally have gone through like oh my friends have you know such a big influence on my life and importance on my life to where it makes me you know make decisions in my love and personal lives Mm -hmm. absolutely i think uh friendships our relationships, I think that needs to be written about more. I think we need to have mm-hmm. more movies about it, more books about it, more everything about friendships because I think those are one of the most important relationships anyone can have. And oftentimes, um, like my friends that are, are have always been my mirrors. Like Fred mm-hmm. has been a mirror for me. I think I've been a mirror for Fred um, to help me evolve and to push me and challenge me and to help me see myself more clear. Um, and so mm-hmm. I wanted to, I really wanted to focus um, on friend dynamics in this book, too. Oh, okay. That's and I'm glad you noticed that. Yes, I really did. I was like, the friends, they are here. They're like, like the little match. Like, he <laughs> right. kind of already has like the fire, but the fire is like in his head. And the friends are like, whoosh, like, why you ain't moving in with him? Mm. Why you ain't got no key? Oh, you have a key? Why don't you use it? <laughs> Oh, okay, so why don't you? Why you gotta ask when you gotta go over there? Why can't you just go over there? I'm like, what the fuck? Right, right. <laughs> Let him live his life. Or another part when they're like, uh, why is potentially he's ignoring you? Where he at? Roll up on him. Yeah, right. right. Probably not <laughs> yes. But like, why are we going? Mm. Like, okay, get yes. his location. Roll up on him right now. Yes. Pull up. Like, yeah, I should. <laughs> I should. Literally, me sitting here like this is too much for me to handle. Mm-hmm. I had to like pause reading in that in that space. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this because the relationship that I have with the friends, mm-hmm. me, yeah. I was like not here for. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that friends you can attest to the fact that I was very frustrated with the friends. They were too yes. pushy for you. Yes, yes. Mm. They were too pushy yes. for me. Um, mm-hmm. and I didn't like that. I felt like oh. I was like oh. I was like I want I, I want Elijah to have a strong sense of self I want him right. to have a strong stance and how he feels and what he does and I felt like it was a hindrance because he would always go to the friends and ask what he should do versus actually sitting in his thoughts and thinking on what he should do and whenever he said his thoughts he would always get a little jumbled up so then I'd be like oh I feel bad for him now because he's like <laughs> really <laughs> out here struggling and he needs some help and he wants to go to his <laughs> friends but I want him to figure it out for himself and there are moments in the book where I just felt like he really could have leaned into himself more yes. versus leaning into his friends more oh. and he would have oh, figured it out for himself. <laughs> I was sad. Well, but did, it's they, okay. did you think the friends steered him wrong? 
Um, I don't want to say wrong. I want to say that they were not letting him give into his own opinion. Mm. So they were being too opinionated over his life and his decision mm. and what he wanted to do when he didn't even know what he wanted to do because he kept running to them. I can't figure shit out for myself if I'm constantly going to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I need to have my own answer for something. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. Uh-oh. Y'all <laughs> ran into the friends just now. Y'all right. cut them up. I had to. I, I ran into your friends like a Tomb Raider. To, okay. I, I love Ezra and Lene. Oh my goodness. <laughs> They are a piece of the story. <laughs> they are a piece. I have strong feelings. <laughs> and I want to just give Elijah a hug. Yes. And be like, it's okay, do what you want to do. Oh, thank you. Do you, um, do you guys think that without Ezra and Lene being in the story, that Elijah would have still made these choices? Or do you think he would have been slower to act on them? Just not at all? What do you think, Fred? I think that Ezra and Lene were a very important part of um, Elijah's life. And I think that um, that support system they built um, was important for Elijah's development. So I do think that Elijah will be a completely different character without Ezra and Lene, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the novel. My quick opinion. I, think so. yeah. I do too. Definitely. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Since we're talking about people just popping up on folks, let's get into it. Pop up. Okay, so there's a situation. There's a situation. Situation. It arises. That arises. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said in the beginning, Elijah was an actor, and you know he's just working on his actor thing. Just doing his damn thing. Doing his damn thing, sure. and you know we all have our our processes for how we go through certain things in our lives. And one part of Elijah's process was like going away, yeah. like going out of town to prepare mm-hmm. for whatever this audition was. And during this getaway was usually his time when he wanted to be, you know, kind of like alone and just in his thoughts and being really, you know, disciplined while he's, you know, mm-hmm. in this space. And then... While he's up there meditating and getting it in and just getting really focused, Zaire pops up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I um, we were talking about boundaries earlier. Me and Wes <laughs> were talking we about were. boundaries. Didn't did we talk about it? We were talking about boundaries. My, my, my. <laughs> and um, so what? Why do you think? it was important for you guys to kind of write it so that, well, to us, Zaire like <laughs> overstepped a boundary with Elijah, which he kind of was going, he you know, he was, he, he was, he, which Elijah was upset in the book. Like what the hell? No, you did not just pop up here. Da, 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 da. But you know, they had a day and, uh, <laughs> right. They made a day out of it. They made a day, a day out of it. And so I guess, yeah. Like, um, why was it, important or just why did you choose to write it so that um zaire overstepped that boundary with elijah and how come elijah didn't speak out on it like right then and there mm-hmm. um i don't know why well i do, i do know that i intentionally wrote zaire 
pressing a boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Pressed. Huh? Pressed the boundary. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it being true to the character of Zaire, of being this mm-hmm. spontaneous, um, doing things potentially that are inappropriate, but it's out of love. Mm-hmm. And Elijah liking that mm-hmm. from Zaire, even though it is um, irritating to who Elijah is. Mm. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think, I think our close relationships exist like that. There are people who we like love, like, mm-hmm. and there are things that they do that piss you off. Yeah. And you like, you, you like, dislike it. You like, dislike it. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, okay. But I don't know why Elijah didn't bring it up in the morning. You know what? Thinking back, I, that chapter wanted to focus on Elijah still holding a secret. So Elijah's really not navigating. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> and so Elijah's still off. Like Elijah's off a lot of the book. Mm-hmm. I think what you alluded to. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. And it's because of that secret that he's right. holding. And he's trying to navigate how to, how to share it, if to share it, and still also trying to be good in his work. Right. And that can mess people up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I think that could be, the reason why I'd like you to bring it up okay. in that moment. I love that you brought that up too, but I'm holding in the secret because um, throughout the book, we see Elijah thinking a lot and overthinking a lot. Yes. And, you know, sometimes this kind of pushes him to either lean on his friends for advice or just, you know, he just kind of really blows things up. You're like, what are you talking about? That is off the wall. <laughs> right. Take but it somewhere. <laughs> it somewhere It goes else. somewhere else. But um, why was, why do you think this battle was like really going on inside of him um, in his relationship with Zaire, even though he was being shown from Zaire, like, I accept you mm. always, all the time, like, always, always, yeah. you know? Because it's being true to, so, I don't know how we write, how we wrote the book. Usually you have to send in a proposal. You have to send in a proposal, mm-hmm. and you have to give a synopsis. Mm-hmm. So what we read, like, what the book is about. Mm-hmm. So then you have to like right to that. And so part of it was like, are they too busy? Like recognizing happy when it's right in front of them. And so that was like Mm -hmm. the thing of like Mm -hmm. making sure we wrote that both of them are doing things, living life and kind of can potentially mess up Mm. the simple joys that's right in front of them. Mm. I think that was part of it. Okay. There's some thinking that goes into like right, drama. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I, fun. I am seeing. Um, so my, I think is this my last Elijah question? Am I paying? Oh, Fred, you is. also can add add things too, Fred. If you, oh, I know. Oh, I know. Okay, but you know, this is this staying true to form in terms of who took lead okay. writing, which character. <laughs> okay, so my last question has to do with um like professional life, and um. As we're kind of reading through the book and what really just blows up at this Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, is that Elijah's mom does not support him in his dream of being an actor and just wants him to get, you know, a good old normal job nine with the benefit. Five. Nine to five. Nine, nine to five. five. Dolly Parton. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and... 
so I guess like we're seeing um, a push in real life from parents and like their millennial children and not really seeing reality for, you know, what it is and being too focused on their dreams. So I don't want to give it away, but, you know, as we go, as you go through the book, you'll get to whatever Elijah's conclusion is. <laughs> right. Okay. When it comes to his career. And so, um, my question is, what advice can you give people who just want to, you know, live their dream and live life and have, do either of you feel like you've reached that point in your life yet to where you're happy and living your dream? Good question. Like, what advice would you give to folks who are trying to pursue their desire and mm-hmm. have we re- reached ours? I want to mm-hmm. say, based on the people who've read the book thus far in our interviews, they always noticed that Zai, um, Elijah's mom, Brenda, mm-hmm. was not supportive of Elijah. But also, Uncle Justin wasn't either. Mm-hmm. He, was, right. he wasn't. No. He said, but he, I oh. do have the house you can go and practice in, though. Yeah, he's like, I can connect you. Or he's right. always down, or he wouldn't down, he da- downplayed it sometimes in front of him, but it's always in his side comments to himself where he's mm-hmm. downplaying what he's doing. He's like, mm-hmm. his little acting mm-hmm. gig, or mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows I could just pay him to take care of the twins. Right. And- <laughs> so, why doesn't he do it? Well, I don't understand why he doesn't just do it. Right. Uncle Justin and Mama Brenda, mm-hmm. siblings. Mm-hmm. Like, siblings. Same. Very similar. Very the same. But I would. Say, I'm, well, I guess I'll talk to myself because no, I have not, I haven't, I'm not where I see myself going, mm-hmm. um, but I'm on the path to it. And so I would say, keep, keep going, do what you um, desire, try to do what you desire. And if you can be strategic about it, try to be strategic as well. I do not like, um, I do not, I don't like seeing people struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that has to be the narrative of all every artist, or mm-hmm. even if you're not an artist, like this idea of like struggling. I don't believe that has to be true. Um, but if it is, cool. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you can put your desires first and go for it, that's what I would say. Uh-huh. What would you say, Fred? Um, what I would say. So, in terms of me, I would say that I am doing what I studied. So I am working in higher ed. That is what I studied. At one point in my life, I, um, you know, went to journalism school and I did that for, you know, a year or two and didn't like it. But I am doing what I studied. I do have more dreams and things that I would like to achieve and do, especially in the creative field and everything. And, you know, that will come one day. I'm kind of doing it now simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would offer to people about pursuing dreams, you know, I always say, you know, pursue them. Um, you know, get into those circles where mm-hmm. people who are doing what you want to do mm-hmm. so that you can network and, you know, you know, be in those worlds. So like, for example, you know, if you want to sing, you got to be around people who are singing and a musician. If you want to write, you got to do things like get in writing classes or be in writer's groups or book clubs and, you know, on social media and stuff like that. But what I would also say is that everything is a baby step. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, one day last week, um, someone called me who um, was a former um, student at a place where I worked. And um, they were like, 
I just finished my degree and now I want to be a vice president of a university yeah. too. Mm. I was like, what? I'm uh-huh. like, no, it's baby steps. Like, yeah. you know, graduate and become a vice president. Mm-hmm. It is incremental planning, strategic, and everything is a baby step that builds your platform. So I would say, always be thinking about what are the baby steps that get you to the goal that you want to, uh, that you dream about and you achieve. But okay. nothing happens overnight. Hmm. Take your baby steps. And nothing is a setback, I don't think. Like everything is just an up just another lesson mm-hmm. um in your journey. And so like changing our perspective, yes. 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 I love both those answers. I do too. I'm right I have mental notes down. Right. Me yes. too. Baby, don't like, play. Hmm. Let me tell you where I'm not at. I wrote those down. <laughs> where you see yourself going. Exactly. Where I see myself going is so much you more. <laughs> Come on, Diana. Is she here with me today? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Let's flip it. Thank y'all for asking questions Uh-oh, about Elijah Golden. Here we go. <laughs> Let's up to Justin Monroe. Mm. Justin. Mm. Justin. Okay, Justin. Hello, I'm Justin Monroe. We're <laughs> with Justin Monroe live at five. Live at five. five. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about live at five, Justin Monroe. Let's talk about a float. <laughs> mm. Let's talk about a float, okay? Um, float. A float. A float is a running theme in the beginning. And throughout yeah. the book. Let's just say throughout the book. <laughs> um, for me, how I felt the moment, the first mm-hmm. time I saw the word afloat. Like whenever I saw Justin saying like he keeps these people afloat, right? Mm-hmm. How'd you feel? How'd you feel? Disgusting. Disgust. Disgusted. <laughs> I felt disgusted. Because for me, there was a sense of like entitlement, arrogance, and a little mm-hmm. bit of privilege. Like in that a lot. Uh, in that, in that Justin wanted to be like, I keep everyone afloat. And I am this and that. And I I, I do so much. Um as if it was some kind but the thing was there was there was a lot of that right a lot of that arrogance a lot of that privilege a lot of this is what i do this is how i am Mm -hmm. but he almost made it seem like a burden badge of honor Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i wear it but i don't wear it proudly but i kind of wear it proudly and i like to show it off to my family Mm -hmm. but in public it's a burden. Like, oh my right. goodness. Well, Wes, is this a build up to the question? Or are you just reading this? <laughs> oh, I'm just. <laughs> I just want to know. I just wanted to know what was up with the float, period. That's my question. What was up with a float? Yeah. So, I mean, part of the float, you know, for Justin is yes, Justin has earned a certain amount of status, has earned a certain amount of privilege, has earned a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oftentimes, so, I mean, we, we don't really get into this part of the backstory, which I, now I'm making a mental note we should have. But, you know, in some families, there are different types of floating that happen. If, mm-hmm. if you know, for people who I know who are, might be first gen out of college, they may be floating people with information, with knowledge, or the family comes to them and relies to them for, how do I do this? Help me do this. You know, mm-hmm. um, every everything that comes up, they want to be floated or they need help or assistance from. Mm. And so for Justin, it, it, that's, really, that's a really interesting observation about both the badge of honor, but then also the burden. And I never, as I was writing, I, I just think that's really interesting. When I was writing Justin, I don't know if I necessarily saw it as a burden, but I can see how readers can see that. 
Mm -hmm. um, Justin could, you know, both simultaneously love floating the family, being able to tell everyone about it. I, you know, I pay for all these people's bills and roofs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's really interesting. But I like that um, that you brought up that whole topic about floating. Um, it's something that I hear sometimes, maybe for people who have a little bit of privilege mm -hmm. um, that they carry and think about. I think about a lot of them. Um, you know, we hear about these, um, you know, people who are nouveau rich, new money. You know, they become a singer overnight or they right. have an overnight sensation in basketball. And then you find out they keep all these family members on payroll mm -hmm. and then they end up broke. <laughs> okay. You know? And then, then they end up broke. And we, and we saw that in the Respect movie in a way because, um, you know, she was talking about how if I don't work, y'all don't eat. And so in a certain kind of sense, you know, um, Justin has, has, has kind of earned that sense. But he's also pretty smart and savvy with his resources and money, too. And I don't think Justin's going to be one of those celebrities who, you know, winds up bankrupt because um, I think he's pretty wise about his privilege and about his uh how he flows oh, yeah. people too. Okay, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, he's a Capricorn. He's not going to let it go away. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a float. Really? That's what you want to bring up? No, yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you for answering that for me. Because who I felt that right. heavy in my spirit. I'm like, I was like, I love that you brought that up because uh, him, Dustin, and the finances was just always like a thing that was like, what? Please. I never heard someone talk Let, so much about what they do yeah. or how much they got it. Yeah. yeah like it, it yeah. was just like you could tell. Um, yeah, like he was happy that he was able to do it, that he was so successful. But yeah, it, it just also brought out kind of like a little bit of an ugly side. Like he would throw it mm -hmm. in people's faces mm -hmm. and that was funny. I have, um, what was this Can chapter? Notes? Yes, I do. It was in chapter <laughs> nine when uh, a certain oh. trip was taken. Ooh, and yes, the oh, my Miami. Miami. And not a, not that's not kind of a theme in our novels. There's always a trip. There's okay, a whole trip. Baby. The last trip. Not, <laughs> that trip. Ooh. This trip was wild, too, though. This trip was wild. This trip was in wild. In its own too. right. And then this Miami trip. Ooh, mm -hmm. I got something in Chapter 9, too. Look at okay. that. Chapter 9. But, um, um, Jabari's there. Yes. And oh, yeah. he's talking to Justin and he says to him, like, Oh, you're so modest and that's a trait I admire because you do so much, but you're so humble. And I was like, mm -hmm. You didn't get to read what I just read <laughs> like two two paragraphs before you saying all this because he is not humble. Like At no. At all. But Yes, I I see that now. The mm -hmm. way you explained it, I it's see all it. In, it's all in presentation. <laughs> yes, right. it is. Exactly. <laughs> I'm curious to know um, what shaped the relationship that Justin has with his twins and the transparency that oh, they have. Yes. Because you don't see that often in black families. No, not at all. And that mm. like that sense of transparency of like talking to your parents, how you talk to your parents. I was like, oh, yes. why did they just say that to Ooh, especially I would never that when they were I, visiting their grandparents. Okay, I was clutching myself like, what? Clutching and I was pearls. like, they have such a transparent and open relationship. Yes. Um, and I kind of want to know what and what helped shape that relationship with Justin and his children. Yeah. So um, th thank you for that observation. And, you know, I, I think well, easy answer is because some people may not see that. 
I wanted to create that mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Justin and his twins. But then kind of the more complex answer is, you know, um, Justin, the one of the main characters in um, Disney and the half of it, you know, went through a divorce mm-hmm. um, with um, his ex-wife, Janine. And this is not a spoiler. It, 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 it's in chapter one. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. That. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that divorce for them both to be free, free to explore their sexuality. They, they had kind of been living this, you know, double mm-hmm. life of some sort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This untruth yeah. about their yes. lives and who they were. And I think that in this process of um, living truth, um, you know, li- you know, with Janine going off to find, um, you know, um, a, a, a woman who she would, you know, eventually settle down with, and for Justin to think about, you know, his own sexuality and gender and things like that. I think that that, that whole act of freedom is something that that perhaps you know the kids, not the kids, the young ones, mm-hmm. Justin and Justice saw, and so there was no way to really hide it in the household. I mean. The, the young ones knew their parents got divorced. But then I think also, you know, I think the fact that that uh, Justin was also parenting as a single parent, as a single dad, mm-hmm. you know, offered some opportunity just for more um, transparency. And like, yeah. you know what? Um, I only see them on the weekends when they come home from boarding school. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it is what it is. And um, we're just gonna, you know, live that life and everything. But, but yeah, sometimes I shock myself when I, you know, writing lines <laughs> about like Justin or Justice kind of Dad, just get some. Just go to Miami and get some or you know Yeah. Um you need to get laid or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. When he said Bussy, I almost fell out. <laughs> oh yes, he did say Bussy. <laughs> yeah. Almost uh, fell out of my chair. I was like, What? Yeah, and and <laughs> we wanted to offer that both Fred and I we work with uh we both work in universities and so we work with people who are young, like mm-hmm. 17, 21, mm-hmm. and how we are with them is very open and transparent and direct um, with language. And I think mm-hmm. even in my family, I'm looking, I think about my nibblings, my niece and nephews, and how our relationship is different than how my generation with my elders were. And it's mm-hmm. not this of uh, we control you or you can't tell, you can't talk to me. It's a, it's like it's grounded in respect, but you mm-hmm. can literally talk to me about anything, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. we wanted to keep that true in this book because we, we like Fred said, you said it was a simple answer, but it's not. It's like it really makes it's not normal for a lot of people. We wanted to write this. It was to make a it shock to me. So yeah, yeah. right. It, was, yeah. it really was like, oh shit. Did What's you just tell on? your father they need to get laid? They need right. To get they, need, they need to bust a nut. But like, did he? But did he? Right. But did he? Yes. Did he? <laughs> yes, he did. Eventually. Yes, it is. Eventually, he was like, you know what? Actually, little twin. Little twin. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what? He was right. No. And you can definitely see that sense of like Justin being that primary parent and that in that role mm-hmm. of being like, I am a parent, but like, I've also gone through so much in my life and mm-hmm. in, in, in turn, like in the divorce, but like the kids as well, I feel like they just have all gone through so much that it's at a point now where anything's on the table. Yes. Like, yeah. it's not like mm-hmm. we're trying to keep together this positive mold. Right. Of, we right. are this family or we are like, no, it's on the table. Right. Which you want to talk about, which I really <laughs> appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I want to bring in Trevor. Oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> Trevor Smith. 
I want to bring in Trevor. <laughs> um, I'm Trey. Uh, this may not, I don't, y'all may not want to answer this, but I'm going I'm 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 to ask it. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> whose idea was it to add Trevor to the book? Mm. Child, you know that was Fred. Oh! Because, <laughs> 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 uh, what y'all don't know is Fred oh, is a soap opera writer. Okay. Like, uh, I watch too much. I watched too much Young and the Restless and Days of Our Lives. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going to add some conflict? And so mm-hmm. actually, you know, the, the, the interesting part, so, you know, with revision and writing or not, so, you know, you, you, you write a pretty crappy, good, crappy and good first draft, but then you go through and you think, what is missing? Something mm-hmm. is missing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and I, I kept asking Chad, I was like, Chad, leave us. what's missing? What's missing? And I was like, we need a best friend for Justin. And we need someone that Justin has been pining for. And we need someone who is maybe living a life that Justin kind of mm-hmm. secretly wants to live. Mm-hmm. But, but then Fred said, it's going to be one person. All of us <laughs> right. All <laughs> in one. Right. All in one. <laughs> like, and guess know. what else? Next door. Next, <laughs> next door. <laughs> At joining yard. Oh my gosh. Next door joining yard. That's cool though. Like having a best friend next door. That can be. Oh, definitely. No, I agree. If your best friend isn't Trevor. Right. If your best friend isn't. Right. Right. That part. Mm -hmm. That part. Mm -hmm. That part. I just felt. Yeah. So, 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 so Trevor, for, um, for people who haven't read the book yet, Trevor Smith is, is a journalist as well. And he is a news anchor at the competing station. So not only are they best friends, but they've known each other since college. And so they've always had this this crush on each other. Well, no, no, no. Mm. Justin has had a crush. Mm-hmm. On yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Trevor, That's the right way. Right. 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 And Trevor just kind of, you know, whatever. But, um, gosh, I don't know where I'm going with this. But, yeah, Trevor was a late addition. And then we had to figure out how to weave Trevor through the whole novel and then you know what else can make more conflict with an unrequited love but having that unrequited love go through a relationship that's having its own dramas and things like that Mm -hmm. you know trevor with his um on again off again self situation mm-hmm. 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 I feel because I don't like Trevor mm-hmm. but I when you find out you don't like Justin you don't like Trevor <laughs> who else don't check <laughs> my thing is okay I my like thing... the grandma <laughs> <laughs> why she out of them green I can't <laughs> my thing is and this leads into my second question. I don't feel like Trevor is really Justin's friend, right? Okay, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. I feel like Justin is a person who simply just needs some form of companionship, at least one person, in order to feel like he's got life by the balls, right? Like he's got mm-hmm. something going. Like he doesn't want to just make it all about work or mm-hmm. all about his kids. He wants to have that one person we can go to, whether it was his wife or now it is Trevor. Like, you know, like, but he needs mm-hmm. that one person to latch on to to make it so that life isn't so busy in a sense of overwhelming work, with work, work, work. Yeah. and kids. And I think him attaching himself to Trevor was that. Um, I do feel like, Trevor exhibits behaviors that are um, far from selfless. Um, it seems like he cares. <laughs> right. He cares about Justin, but he could also give or take the friendship for a good time. Like, I feel like Trevor genuinely cares about him. But at the same time, in the book, you'll see Trevor 
words mean things, okay? Right. And Trevor definitely says some things that are Ugh. off the wall. Um, Staring and, at it right now. Okay. And he <laughs> says some things that are off the wall to Justin um, after an exchange that they've had. And it makes me feel like, oh, you can do better. Why Trevor? Like, why is he your best friend? Like, this is not a friend. For me, it didn't seem like that was a friend to him. No. But then we all have different versions of what friendships are to us, right? Yep. Depending on what we've been surrounded with, what we have. Like, mm-hmm. But for me, I know even just from the from the jump, I'd have been like, oh, your energy is a little interesting. I can't vibe with it. But they also, like you said, Fred, are in like these similar parallel careers and in these lives where they're both like in the same um, work industry and like they're able to mm-hmm. also like they also are, well, not Trevor's explored his sexuality and Justin's like kind of in this process of exploring his sexuality and it's nice to have a companion for that piece of mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see Trevor as a best friend at all. Mm. Wow. That's why I asked it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That was my read for Trevor. I saw him as a best friend. I see. You know, the other piece, the other piece too, was that, that they they had known each other for twenty five years. Yeah, years. they met as oh, first yeah. year students at their college campus. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they've been on this career track together mm-hmm. all these years too, and everything. So you know, that's another bond that they have mm-hmm. among other bonds. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. listen. I'm not going to say <laughs> nothing else. I just wanted to add, hit that point on Trevor. <laughs> Next, Justin, uh, Justin and Jabari. Um, I want to know this is just a little just my little thing was it purposeful to introduce a bit of sexual tension between them in like the very beginning of the meeting because I mean Justin scanned him up and down at that school (laughs) on that schoolyard okay at the hills (laughs) I mean pointed out everything that was looking good on Mm. that and I said oh every inch oh what's really going on here so was that purposeful to introduce a bit of that sexual tension like because it definitely did ignite I was like oh okay right hold on what's going on who was this who was this because I wasn't interested until he I did I was like okay so he ran into someone at school that was me he ran into someone at school then all of a sudden I was like oh he ran into someone right that's cool right Mm -hmm. so So was that purposeful yeah so um you know part of it like with you know we 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 tried to follow so there's a formula with when you write what's called a romance novel or you know fiction with romantic elements and part of it is that you know um it it might be attraction at first sight or a a strong desire at first sight and then, then they go through their trials and tribulations before um, and this is no spoiler with romance. There's always a happy ever after or a happy for now. And so that's part of the mm. formula, like with the initial, when two characters who are going to be central to the love story. Um, so that part was very intentional. Now, as descriptive as um, mm-hmm. Justin was in describing Jabari, you know, that's a person who hadn't been with someone <laughs> in This in is true. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, <laughs> When you're hungry, you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. He was hungry, like, Damn. you're going to describe yeah. the food. He was starving. Mm-hmm. He was starving. Like, he ain't eating you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was yes. like, wow, this looks like a good meal in my book. Wow, what's really going on? <laughs> right. Over here in Vision, am I hungry now? Right. Smell on? good, look good. Tell <laughs> us how the color was popping on oh. the skin and everything. I'm like, ooh. Oh the details are important. The details. Thank you for the details. The details were important, you know. Really envision. I sure did. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Virgo. Mm-hmm. A great picture of Jabari. <laughs> a great, a lovely one. Mm-hmm. Where's Jabari mm-hmm. right now? Don't know. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we'll find him. We'll find him. <laughs> So, obviously, in the book, we see that Jabari is outwardly expressing his attraction toward Justin, um, while Justin chooses to keep it internal, you know, going through that formula of, like, I'm keep it to myself, and Jabari is like, I'm coming after you, head first, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what you need, it's right here. Why you ain't Why- give me that when I was in my end? Right. Mm-hmm. What you looking for? All this. Okay, right. <laughs> What's preventing Justin from, I guess there are a lot of layers to it, but what's preventing him from really, from really, he's seen that the rest of these formulas that he's done in the past have not worked. Right. What's preventing him this time from loosening up mm. and actually being like, you know what? Let me try to at least like untie the shoe and just like really Ooh, put my feet mm-hmm. on the grass and let me feel what's going on instead of like trying to be like okay well how about a toe okay well right. how about like you know mm, mm-hmm. a heel and I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> just put your foot in the grass and feel what's going on <laughs> sometimes you get a little frustrated with it like oh I wish he would just loosen up a bit but you know yeah mm-hmm. so like you know so so for, for, for this story like I, I was thinking a lot about like a parent mm. and a parent who might be uh, maybe a little bit cautious about you know because coming out of like a 20 plus year marriage or 16 plus year marriage you know putting myself in those shoes there might be some caution in terms of um starting up a new attraction a new relationship but then the other piece is because um the character of justin has always put career and family first Mm -hmm. and as a single father i don't think justin wanted to just you know kind of take that leap of faith with someone and just start introducing new random people into the lives of his twins. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that that was something that was in the back of his mind, whether it's expressed on the page or not. When I think about the, you know, when I think about a single father, even though I know that when, when you're hungry, you want to eat. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I also think that, um, that, that those are some things on Justin's mind was, okay, do I take this leap? I haven't been with anyone except for Janine in the past 16, 20 years. Mm-hmm. I am a single father and I have all these responsibilities. I float people. You know, I got to think through, have I done a background check on this person yet? Have they signed the NDA and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff? And so those are some things I was thinking about in terms of Justin's hesitancy initially to just let go and open up to Jabari. Right. And he was like, I'm just going to go after the headmaster. Of the hills, was it? What was it? Was it? What was it? The well, I can't say principal, but because it was, it was a private school, so they didn't say principal. What they say? Headmaster. headmaster. Yeah. Headmaster sign. I'm just gonna go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of wanna. I did some time to compare. I took some time to compare the relationships between Justin and Jabari and Justin and Trevor. Um, and for me, oh. yes. For me, I came up with the conclusion that I feel like Justin finds... For him to be a journalist, this is really weird to me. But anyway, (laughs) I feel like Justin finds comfort in words that are left unspoken versus outwardly communicating his feelings. Um, What was the turning point that made him step out of that comfort zone without giving anything away? But I really do feel like Justin... It's like he can speak about his work outwardly, speak about the love for his family and his kids outwardly, speak about how much he keeps people afloat outwardly. But it's something about him finding comfort in those words that were left unspoken between him and Trevor, where he felt 
a bit of a, a, a strong, long bond with versus whenever someone's outwardly speaking to you and letting you know the interest it's like you want to proceed with caution whenever I feel like it really should be the other way around. You should oh, be proceeding with yeah, caution. You, yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. should be proceeding with caution whenever someone's when there, there are so many unspoken words mm-hmm. and you should be going head on. If someone's telling you, hey, I'm here for you. This is what I have to offer you. This is what I can do for you. Mm-hmm. And this is what you could do for me. And let's let's make it happen. You know, it makes mm-hmm. me feel like you could just jump in right then and there. But for Justin, it's opposite. It's like he finds the comfort in not saying anything. Not saying anything. Versus if someone's speaking. Yeah. You want to take this one, Chad? Yeah, a little bit. I'll start it. <laughs> okay. Well, I I think it 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 rings true to who Justin is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not um off the rail. He's very regimented. He's very on sketch. He's very on script. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a journalist. He's very on script. And so, Trevor is a part of the script. Trevor, he has a companionship with Trevor for twenty plus years. So he already knows Trevor. Mm-hmm. Jabari, he does not know at all. So it will take him some time to like open up to anything, even the idea. But I think it happens in chapter nine where it switches because you also see Trevor, um, Justin going through shifts as in like his work is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And so the script is coming to an end. And so you see him becoming more mm-hmm. off script. From mm. that point on, and yes. Jabari becomes more off script. That's okay. So now true. I'm singing it. That is like so that. true. I'm singing it. Fred, do you want to <laughs> add anything to it? What Chad said. <laughs> <laughs> what Chad said. Come on. What Chad said. <laughs> and you really do see Justin open up um, mm-hmm. at the very ending, which yes. I again yeah. won't give away, but um, he has this mm-hmm. sense of like, Almost like a take back my power kind of thing yeah. um, in professional life exactly. and then giving in mm-hmm. to personal life, which yes. I really yeah. appreciate. so beautiful. So I just wanted to hit on that because that's, that's what made me feel like, finally, Justin, <laughs> right. Thank you're you. doing things you're that doing need to be done. Something. So I, at, at the end of Justin, I felt like <sighs> sigh of relief, like, okay. Things Aww. happen. Yes. Yes. So mm-hmm. That is my, that is my spiel on Justin. Yes. Right. <laughs> Great question. Thank you. Thank and, you. And, and you know, and what I love about these interviews um, and, and being on your podcast is that you help us see things in the book that we might have thought about, but you all mm-hmm. take it to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Wow, what did you think about that? I'm gonna have to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So thank you all. Well, of course. Yeah. I feel like. Um, Justin, like mm. how you were just saying, like, oh, why does he find comfort in, like, you know, um, the person who doesn't mm-hmm. want him versus the person who does want him? And there was this quote in the book, where? chapter four. Okay. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Let me pull out my book. Right, and the quote is, um, "It is possible and easy to be oh. a stranger Ooh, to someone." Yes. <laughs> It is possible and easy to be a stranger to someone you know deeply. Sometimes in many parts of one day, I'm a stranger with myself. Mm. Mm. Okay. And that quote in the book just kind of stuck with me for Justin. Just because I feel like, um, yeah, like that was where he was finding. That's where, even though, okay. 
even though he like even though he loved Trevor and Trevor loved him back but it just wasn't at like that same level mm-hmm. and I feel like there were points in Justin's story like where he kind of betrayed himself or was like a stranger to himself for Trevor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like so that he could you know fit keep fitting that mode because I always felt like he was trying to keep up these appearances like keep with this appearance keep up an appearance keep up an appearance like i gotta kept, have my family together my work together my friends together like you know everything was just all perfectly in a bow and when everything just kind of started to collapse yeah that's what yeah i guess yeah that's what like pushed him through like okay mm-hmm. i gotta get my shit together like yes. I'm, <laughs> too much is going on like i can't keep being like a stranger to myself you know mm-hmm. and to the people around me like Mm-mm. Like that's mm-hmm. not gonna work anymore. Like have to be me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think to me that was like his biggest little. Ch- I think he was like the butterfly. Oh yeah, like he was like the little butterfly. Like okay, he was a butterfly. He really did. Mm-hmm. Yes, open up. Yeah, open up. Mm-hmm. Come he up finally like broke free from like all everything that he thought he had to keep up, and it's like no one is looking at that. No one's caring. Just be you. Are. Yeah, and even if they are, just be you. Which mm-hmm. I think Elijah kind of signified for him. Like, I could just exactly. be me. And like Elijah said, like, I'm going to be me and, you know, for forever. And I'm going to tell the stories the way I want to tell my stories. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. <laughs> I can do that too. Right. And then right. as we see, you know, throughout the book, he grows. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then. You no, know, you, you can ask your rap questions. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. More things? Yeah, more okay. things. Only two more well, things, really. Well, it's only Sorry, two more. We don't, we're not keeping y'all too long. We know y'all got I'm really intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, y'all. We would love to know will there be a third joint project with you lovely people? In the near future. In the near future. Tomorrow. We don't know, you know. Tonight. Tonight. Is it dropping at midnight? Like an album? Fred, Fred <laughs> has been answering this one, so all that. Okay, answer, Fred. Come on, Fred. We're, we're open to it. We, we we still have yet to put pen and paper on a new proposal or to even think, like, which character or, you know, um, who we want to, um, you know, maybe do a follow-up story with. Um, I'd be curious to hear if any of the main or secondary characters to you all you know stuck out to you you're like hmm, i want to know more i have some ideas but i also don't want to give spoilers away either in terms of who i'm yeah don't <laughs> yeah. yes but um yeah totally open to it um we just gotta put pen to paper hand to keyboard and figure out what we're gonna write but Chaz has been working on a solo project that has been um, wonderfully Aww. successful. That goes into the last question. Right, well, that goes well, into the last question. Well, What's I, the solo project? Well, I'm not working on a solo project. I'm working, I'm writing. I mean, it's a solo for me. Yeah, our, from our duo. Yeah. Our duo. <laughs> My yes. group. I am um, working on a series, Handsome, the series. It's um, one of the lead writers for season two. Oh, I've watched Oh, we watched um, it. We watched it together, baby. Yeah. We know it all. We watched the whole thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> season two will be slightly different. It will be following the narrative. It will follow three characters versus just one character. Okay, so, cool. Um, we will expand that, so I'm excited about that. Ooh. But Fred asked y'all, what characters did y'all mm. take to or didn't or who? 
yeah, what secondary character would be like, hmm, I want to know what happened to them. We know you don't really like wrong. any of the characters. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just don't like anybody. I just have strong feelings about each one of them. I feel like they could have moved differently. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why it's frustrating because I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. Um, so, mm, <laughs> I'm interested to honestly go through... Um, I want to go through the twins. Yes, the I was about to say the same thing. I go yeah. through the twins. Especially when they were talking about different personal things about the twins that mm-hmm. that they like little things that they notice or whatever, like in their like sexual lives and stuff like that. I would love to go through the twins, especially if now that they're about to head into their college years. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. very fun. That would be, <laughs> be super fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I like the twins. And this was mentioned like, like very, um, if you caught it, you caught it. Okay. But (laughs) when they were at like the house party, Jordan's party or whatever it was, was it that Zaire's brother was there okay because i loved zaya's brother in the last book yeah oh yeah harlem 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 too i I did i loved him yes i loved harlem so when i saw him pop back up right here i was like yes (laughs) and then he was with the girl and i was like wait he's with the girl (gasps) yes okay so what does that mean for him but it was like that's not his story we're talking about (laughs) 20 films (laughs) moving on on. but yes i love harlem i love i love harlem and i love the twins yeah. yeah, those would be yeah the people. Those are the people. Literally, mm-hmm. Harlem was there for three seconds. Three. He really was. Three. I'm, like, I'm like, if you caught it, you caught it. Three seconds. <laughs> three seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I want us to also open it up to Fred. If you have any individual projects that you're working on, like please tell blast us. them out. Tell us anything nothing you want to tell us. Or, mm-hmm. or yeah, n- nothing on the horizon yet. You know, I still got to put hand to keyboard and get some ideas percolating and things like that. But, um, you know, there will be future books. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's just a matter of timing um, and things like that. Because I, ha- I have this whole new world now where I'm always in meetings. And so my writing time is not as, um, it's not as robust and fruitful as it used to be. So mm-hmm. um, I have to be really focused on what I want to write and mm-hmm. things like that. Fred, are you becoming a Justin, Fred? Fred? I don't know if I'm becoming a Justin. Oh, 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 oh. I'm just becoming a Fred. Oh, okay. come on. Come on. <laughs> Let us know. I'm just becoming, I'm evolving as a Fred. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you both for joining us today. Yes, thank you all. We should get some clues. Thank you. I know. I want to know, even like, if you have any questions. Well, I mean, obviously, Fred already asked his question toward us but if y'all have any questions for us before we end yeah what was um maybe um, favorite part or favorite chapter because i see you have your your book Mm. but if if anything stood out i'm always curious um (laughs) i think that my favorite my one of my favorite parts was when um the letter is written you bitch Oh my gosh! I got that. I, it, I got was, it, right it was here. my favorite because it just remind it just reminded me of myself. Not that I would sit and write a letter, but not that I would sit and do all that. You know, it's the fact that it's the fact like that's something I would think to do. I'll think to do something like that, but I'm so like, oh my god, when there's conflict like that, that I feel like could just. 
destroy mm-hmm. things. Like I feel like the way that he just wrote it all out so that it was just all together, not jumbled up, and it was just boom, all together in this letter. Here's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Here's what I have mm-hmm. to say, and let me know what you want to do. And I'm gonna just dip. Like <laughs> I was like, I feel that. Like I like that because. I can relate. Like when conflict comes up, I like to speak my piece and then I want to just like throw my phone across the room and like, I'll come back to it a couple hours later. Cause I don't want to <laughs> know if the worst that I think is going to happen has happened on my phone. I'm like, uh, stay over there. Right. So I just really like that part. Cause I'm like, wow, you know, in conflict, it's like, I don't want to miss saying something or mm. I don't want to, you know, just like, yeah, leave really important parts out or just not fully express what I'm trying to say. And I was like, this is just a perfect way to do that. Like, nothing can get misconstrued. Boom. Here it is. The art of writing things down, mm-hmm. it's helpful, mm-hmm. when, especially when there's conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, because we all process differently. And when we're trying to have, like, live conversation, mm-hmm. it can, you can miss a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny to write. Not mm. funny to write. I just remember <laughs> where I was when I wrote it. <laughs> My favorite chapter is the chapter um, 13, Are We Penguins? Um, I, like I didn't bring penguins. up. I didn't bring up the penguins. <laughs> I love the penguins. I didn't bring up the penguins, but that no, was my. I liked that the was penguins. my favorite chapter. Are we penguins? I kind of wanted people to just kind of sort of read it so they could yeah. gauge. So you can understand. You have to understand it. But it was a deep chapter. It was um, really that deep. Elijah did some very good thinking. Yes, yes, he did. He, yes. did. he did. Okay, I believe you. Yeah. He really did. <laughs> he did some very good thinking for himself that I very much appreciated. I was, I was like, thank like, you. Oh. Oh, did he? Yes, he yes, did. He definitely did. He did. He that is my most tabbed chapter. Actually, okay. see, man, oh, yes. Franklin's was the one for me. Cool. Yep, this is it right he's, here. He's it. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Let's, you want to go? Wanna leave? <laughs> we should go. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to play. Nika's, Nika's favorite part was the mantra. No, the f- <laughs> she made her cringe. She was like, "That's mantra." No, it made me. I had secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> what? I was sitting there like, I don't know. <laughs> I think positive thing. You know, I have a thing with the birds flying high song. Oh, she can't stand. Oh it. yeah, you I know how I feel. That you know, fucking Nina song. Feeling good. I hate that fucking. It's something I'm, but I good. don't like. But no, listen. Me, Wes, and Frenchie are the same when it comes to those positive ass <laughs> songs, um, empowerment, and shit. We just feel like, what the fuck? Like, turn that shit off. And it that's never what makes the fucking mantra. Good. I'm gonna oh fucking. God. Can I read the mantra? Please do read the mantra. All right. <laughs> Right, read the wait, no, no. <laughs> read, read the paragraph right before right then. You gotta right before, that. okay. No, see, cringy <laughs> as fuck. Okay, oh, wait, you can no, do okay. it. I believe in you. You can read, girl. Start with mantra. Start with mantra. Start with mantra. Okay, <laughs> mantra. I say, he smirks. Mantra. Then we look at each other square in the eye. And recite the chant we made up when we know we are out on the town or at a function and we know we don't want to stay out long. Chit and chat, this and that. Drink or eat, then we leave. Don't stay too long, real fun's at home. We say simultaneously. 
<laughs> that was like such a sensual Dr. Seuss. <laughs> oh, boy. oh my god! Real fun's at home. Real fun's at home. <laughs> the real fun's at home. You okay. said, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> oh, okay. So penguins. Yo, oh my god, I loved the penguins. I loved. I just loved all of the moments with him and the twins. I just thought that it was so cute, especially when he when he took them out from school and they did. They kept doing like their little twin thing. They're like, "What? What happened? Did somebody die?" Blah blah Mm -hmm. blah. And you're just like, "This is so." Okay. So and I was watching nice. a lot of sister sister reading that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just them the twins going back and forth and how they interact with each other was so nice because all they do is like give each other a look at each other or whatever and they're mm-hmm. like, We know. But right. he doesn't know. He's we he wants us to in. say Right. <laughs> we loved it. Mm-hmm. I like the twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love the book. Yeah. Um Oh my gosh. Thank you. Are we all done here? We're done. Yes. <laughs> Oh, do y'all want to oh. tell the people where they can find you before we close out? Yes, sure. So my website is frederiklsmith.com, and I'm on all social media at fsmith827, mostly on um, Instagram and Twitter. Yes, and I'm at chazlcruz.com, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at chzcruz. Sorry, I took down my OnlyFans. So. <laughs> okay, okay, because they're not showing them on news on October first. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yes, I gotta cancel my subscription. They're striking it all down, right? I'm like, goodness, Ooh. how could they? How dare they? How dare they? How dare they? I think about. I'm thinking about like really. I have a TikTok when no videos are up, but I'm thinking mm-hmm. about like starting TikTok. Oh, me too. Yeah, I want to. I want to get on that thing. I get on that thing, girl. Too. Be a TikToker. I edit TikToks for work, and I hate being on TikTok. Teach me. I love to talk. <laughs> the things. My cousin loves TikTok too. The things you see on the. Mostly what I see is food, which Undefeated. is fine. But most things you see, you're like, oh, people. People exist in the world, man. People That's are wild. To say people exist. Um, but. Oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> But um, thank y'all so much for thank being for our coming. guest. Yes, yes. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Make sure you all you. go out and purchase. Busy, Busy ain't the, the half, half of it. Of it. Yes, that is the theme song. That's the theme song. That's our theme song. <laughs> That's our theme song for <laughs> the book. Our jingle. Okay. Busy, I love Busy, it. Busy mm-hmm. Exactly. Get your Chloe Haley on. Um. So thank y'all so much for listening to this week's episode of the Black Umbrella Happy TVU Thursday. This has been another installment of our summer interview series. Yay! <sighs> and summer's almost over. Yeah, it yes. is. It's almost over, which means we're almost done too. But that's okay <laughs> because we'll be back next week and we'll be talking to y'all next week and we love y'all so much. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast and make sure you send us an email at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com. Let us know if you have some questions that you would love to ask the authors of this book about the characters, about themselves, you know, let us know and we'll relay and we'll let y'all know gotcha. the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay? Perfect. And we love y'all. All and right. we'll talk to y'all next week. Yes. Bye. 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 Ciao.